Welcome to You Can Smooch Though, the podcast where we talk all things boys love and other related items. I'm your host, Lullaby, aka Danny. Did you know sunflowers like to be warm? We will be talking about series in depth on this podcast, so there will be spoilers and you have been warned. Today, my guest returning for a second time is... Hi, this is Sue. I also go by Rotten Core Cosplays and Rotten Core Arts, and thank you for having me again. Yay! Clap, 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 clap. (laughs) So, in the time we've been away, what have you been up to? I've been trying my best to finish all my assignments for the last, I think I have less than a month left of school now. Oh. And dealing with my own mental issues. Clap, clap. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, there's that. Me too. Yes, I too have been, Um, well, I'm a workaholic, so I mean, mm. it's not, it's not new. Yes. Speaking of workaholicism and uh, being... <laughs> being mentally uh, <laughs> trying to be mentally, mentally stable yeah yeah exactly <laughs> today's episode is actually um you know a topic that i feel like most people always want to talk about but um has been covered quite like more often in bl nowadays yeah i feel like it's more prevalent now than when bl first started like there there were series that like briefly went over it but like it was never a real focus or like anything that they called into attention Mm -hmm. yeah so today's topic if it wasn't obvious um, (laughs) is mental health and bl and how our mental health relates to our tastes in bl yes and in many, many facets of life (laughs) yeah basically again uh life and fiction reflecting each other. <laughs> no, of course, ne- never on a one-to-one scale. <laughs> never on a one-to-one scale, but like uh, art imitates life, that kind yes. of thing. Tell me, tell me more about uh, your history in this subject, Sue. My history in this subject, okay. Yeah, because I think I think you probably have more to say than than I okay. do. <laughs> yeah. Um, personally, like a mental health for me is like something that I'm like I try to be pretty aware of. Uh, simply like I, I know a lot of people who deal with mental health and then like I'm also into J fashion and the main style that like my art and my fashion revolves around is called yami kawaii or medi kawaii like the, I know that in Japan like they're like kind of debating about the name because I've supposedly the person who started the whole trend Bitsko like apparently copyrighted the name or whatnot so I know it's more commonly known here as yami kawaii but uh, supposedly in Japan, they're trying to move it to being named Medi Kawaii. So it's like the style that tries to, I, I guess, like make it easier to talk about mental health by like depicting mental health things, but like making it cutesy in a way. So just so that it makes it easier to like open up a conversation about it. Because sometimes mm. mental health topics can be pretty heavy. <laughs> but like it's very important. And I'm like so glad that, especially with. Uh, modern times now like I feel like it's something that we talk about a lot at least here in the states I know in Asia like in a lot of Asian families it's still kind of like taboo-ish to like talk about but I'm glad that like there are slowly more people who are open-minded to talk about it and like be more aware of it and educate themselves mm-hmm. yeah it's um <clears throat> it's always important for for us as a uh particularly asian people (laughs) uh we have we have a very high rate of like very um 
severe mental health issues yes. that go unchecked very often yeah. because culturally we do not like it's not talked about sometimes yeah, like we it's do kind not... of one of those things where like okay it's a thing move on <laughs> exactly it's like we don't we don't culturally like to address it it's kind of like passed down that we don't yeah. Talk like it, it might it. be mentioned at like some point and then like okay that's it let's mm-hmm. move on yeah exactly and it's just like you know with with the openness of at least the western world mm-hmm. um we we can finally like kind of open ourselves and like have discussions like you said have yes. more open discussions and even if like you know it's still like a little difficult for some people to take the step to get um mental health health assistance um we can still at least open the conversation the the conversation i feel like that's really the first step that needs to be taken and i know like that's why in japan bitsko like that's why he started the whole yami kawaii thing was to like at least start the conversation because like that's such a like basic fundamental step and and a lot of times it's just not allowed (laughs) Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, so I feel like it wasn't completely, it wasn't gonna completely like go unheard of that. Like, yeah. of course, in Asian media, we would, um, whether it's fictional or live action, <laughs> we would eventually reach a point where yes, a lot of BL would finally start Catch to up. address, <laughs> yeah, to finally start addressing it instead of kind of like sweeping it under. Yeah, because it's it's so important, and especially with how like suicide statistics in asia are like not very great it's mm-hmm. it, it would be weird for them to like continue turning a blind eye to it like i know like a lot of them might want to but it's so mm-hmm. important that they don't <laughs> mm-hmm. yes exactly yeah it's always like a, a hard it's both a hard topic and both like a topic that needs to that people shouldn't be afraid of right mm-hmm. that people shouldn't be afraid to open themselves up yeah. um and i will delve i will delve into this right now <laughs> but um i was telling sue about uh, a webtoon called trans translation wise it's like incidentally living together or just living <laughs> together it's like you know the title yeah. translations so translation as for names like they're never a one-to-one anyway <laughs> like, yeah, i feel like there's yeah. definitely somewhere They've had to take liberties on changing the name and stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, in incidentally, living together is essentially about uh, hikikomori's, which are shut-ins, basically. <laughs> um, yes, who's like that's <laughs> almost me. Yeah, <laughs> like almost been there so almost many times. Like oh boy, like yeah. always fighting to pull myself out of that hole. Oh yeah, and so um, I believe, uh, in in my opinion, um, I'm not gonna say too much about it because I want Sue to read it, um, <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then we'll discuss it later. But um, maybe in a future episode. <laughs> in, in in a future episode. But um, incidentally, living together, I feel um, expressed um, the the world of a hikikomori very well because mm-hmm. it's not just technically there are three. Um, hikikomoris or like three former hikikomoris in in the story and one of them is like this one of them is like a minor character but um she's she's just like this really like normal looking girl and um 
in the story, they they're like, well, can't you only be a hikikomori if you're like rich or something? Because how can you live? You know, you know, you know that kind of thing, right? And she goes, well, she's like, I actually know. She's just like, I mean, I was a hikikomori and like two years ago, and it was like, you know, and so she like said that at a table, but um, the. This this is kind of like I this isn't too much of a spoiler, so this is okay, why I'm gonna go through. It. But, um, I, I honestly don't mind spoilers sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the main character obviously is the the one with the most severe hikikomori um, in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he obviously suffers a lot of like tra- trauma and loss, and like he has been, I think, shut in for maybe five years Ooh, okay. and at, at the point of this at the beginning of the story it's like very obvious that he even he knows he's like i do not know if i can ever leave this situation <laughs> and even though there's like a person he likes yeah that's like always trying to help him mm-hmm. for for whatever reason you'll find out later okay. um, <laughs> he cannot he cannot move like he cannot move forward he cannot step forward like he's mm-hmm. like it's almost as if to um he is preventing himself from stepping forward i feel like that tends to be the case a lot when it does mm-hmm. come uh, to like helping yourself with mental health like because mm-hmm. like yeah the first step is like you need to want to improve yourself and then mm-hmm. you, like yes like it's also important to like have a support team or have someone who can help you but like you also need to be able to help yourself yeah, it's very important that like um, fortitude of your own mind mm-hmm. is necessary because um, people can only help you so much. And actually, that is covered a lot in, in this story, too. So that's a good that's a great point. <laughs> um, it's covered a lot because it doesn't it's shown like no matter how, what kind of like support system you have, it's important. It is important to have like yeah. someone or some people, anybody to kind of like help you if you stumble a little yeah. bit. But the only thing they can do is help. They yeah, they can only really... help. But how far you can go, like, is, is really is up very to you much... yourself. Exactly. It's very much up to you. And the other character who is the main lead, um, he he's a really fascinating character, mm-hmm. actually, in my, in my opinion. They're both very <laughs> fascinating, but he's yes. very fascinating because he... Um, he's got a lot of layers to him. Um, you could argue that it's like mm-hmm. that that he doesn't have as many layers, but um, uh, that's also, a, whether you see him as a, a multi-layered person or a or single-layered not. <laughs> person, it was, he's a very good example, though, because he, like, if you, when you see him at first, you're like, well, this dude doesn't have any problems in life. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's a very, like, he's yeah. very attractive He's very successful. Mm. He's very healthy. He's like, you know, it's like yeah. he's functional, right? And functional. like, and, yeah. and a lot of times, some people can appear that way, and you never exactly truly know the full story. Exactly. So, um, you find out later again. It's like that he is quite similar to the main character, but you don't find it out till a little bit later because, okay. um, again, it's it's part of the story. You got to find out. <laughs> okay. But, but um, he. At one point, um, so obviously the main character reveals, you know, he has attempted to off himself, mm-hmm. you know, whenever bad things happened in the past, you know. Um, yeah, and that's so always then, a hard thing to, like, even bring up the fact that, mm-hmm. like, that you've gone through it and, like, the 
being able to share that with someone is yeah. like such a powerful thing as well. Exactly. And so he, um, he just like, you know, he looks, he looks upon the male lead and he's just like, well, like, obviously you will like never understand how I feel. Mm-hmm. And then the male lead like reveals, he's like, actually, I very much understand how you feel because they, he had done both things. So yeah, he had been a hikikomori and he had attempted. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I don't think you understand that. Like, I do understand you. Yeah. Even, even if it's not exactly the same. Yeah. Like, right. But, and, and that normally is the case. Like, yes, maybe someone can't ever like fully one to one or a hundred percent, like fully understand you, but like there, like there, there can be some little overlaps and sometimes you just don't see it because the other person chooses to not show you mm-hmm. because it's a heavy thing. Like not everyone's going to show you, especially right off the bat. Like, Hey, these are all my issues. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's a very um it's a difficult thing to to talk about or even like bring up because even if in that case, right? Um, even if you have a the same, I'll say the same. Even if you have mm-hmm. the same struggle as another person, the severity or like your feeling or the depth of your emotions can can vary. They yeah, can be they very can different. Yeah, and also it's like you know it's again when you mourn, you mourn differently than yeah. other people. Not other, not all people like mourn so physically. Uh, some yeah, people some, mourn... some people don't show it at all until like they're by themselves. Exactly, or even some people don't ever outwardly mourn ever. Um, yeah. Is that healthy? Probably not. <laughs> like, but I mean, like, maybe but not, like not the healthiest way. But like, yeah, like if that's what they're comfortable with, then like that—that that is what works for them at that moment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, yeah, and incidentally, living together covers that well too, because um, the main character's parents both passed away, mm-hmm. and he—he never—he may have mourned. But he feels extreme, overwhelming guilt over it, yeah. and for and again for five years, that guilt didn't go away, not even a little bit. It just it just lingered and stayed. And again, that's another <laughs> good good part of it. It's like because of all the overwhelming emotions he had to go through, and he had to go through it essentially alone, mm-hmm. um, and just he just felt so alone. Um, even with a person that was willing to to drag drag him from <laughs> from darkness, essentially, if you read, you know, once you read the series, yeah, it's still sometimes it's just not enough, right? Yeah. So, and even the author at the very end, you know, it's the whole like I I always say, love doesn't fix everything. Yeah, but you know? it can help. <laughs> but love does help sometimes, you know. Yeah. But it's it's not a cure. <laughs> definitely not i have to mention this um sex therapy does not work in this case right no no definitely not in that doesn't work situations. in this case um and uh <laughs> so <laughs> maybe some other situations it's not this one <laughs> not this one but yeah even the author had said, place <laughs> <laughs> yeah even the author had said listen it's like do not do what they did at the very end. It's like yeah. where where they're looking for like alternatives. Like, understand this is fiction. It's like they're looking for alternatives to therapy. It's like actually, please go to like the therapist. Yeah, get like, actual you know, help, like, please. If, if you have, if you are suffering in the way they are suffering, 
it is important to go to the mental health <laughs> yeah. uh, therapist professionals and not read my my manual. <laughs> And like non-professional like outlets can only do so much for you (laughs) right exactly and it's like please do not read my manhwa thinking this is how you solve things (laughs) this is not how reality works like it's not like like that we said even in the last episode it's like like yeah sometimes like there can be some overlap but like maybe don't take advice like one-on-one from a fictional series yeah don't don't take advice especially especially not the guy from 10 count not not kurose from 10 count definitely not especially like it had a a 10 count the beginning had a good start or like a good (laughs) pitch <laughs> and and then it kept going downhill. <laughs> like mm. oh, we're like, wait, what is this dude doing? He's not helping. <laughs> I oh man, it was. Listen, I was like, as a as a as a spicy story, I'm like, ooh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like it, it was a fun read. It was enjoyable <laughs> read. But like when you think of it in reality, it's like even if you want to help someone, there's this thing called boundaries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, I just think of um. I just think of uh, I watch a doctor on on YouTube and he reacts oh. to like fictional um, oh, thi- fictional uh, situations with doctors and surgeons. He's a plastic surgeon, oh, and so he watched uh, what was I think it was called a uh, not botched, but it's like Nip Tuck Nip Tuck. Oh. He was watching Nip Tuck and he watched he watched an episode where um, oh. the 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 patients right. It's like they wanted to be like Ken. And Barbie. So he was like the perfect. And so the guy was like, the perfection is that I've had my nipples removed. And and the girl all like is so like into the guy that she too was like, I also want to have my nipples removed. And it's like, oh my lord. And so then the doctor who does her her procedure, right? She he checks on her and she's just like, so does it look good or whatever? And then like I guess like the the buildup was that then the doctor sleeps with her. And And the surgeon and like the, oh, the and so and so the surgeon that was reacting, he was just like, "What? This is so stupid!" <laughs> because he's just like, first of all, um, that's your patient, and that's weird, and that's yeah, creepy. Normally, like a line you should not cross. Like, the, like there should be a professional line, and like it should stay. <laughs> yeah and so and so like you know of course nip tuck is written by uh my <laughs> i'm not gonna mention him by name. it's written by my favorite screenwriter of course oh, you know <laughs> so, if you couldn't hear my sarcasm uh, <laughs> by my favorite guy no he's yeah, like yeah. He, he writes re- like his stuff is so ridiculous half the time you're just watching it because you know it's ridiculous um, yes, there, there are times where you just need something like that ridiculous yeah. to like that get your mind like, off of other okay. stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, sometimes, sometimes maybe stuff is going on in your life, but you see mm-hmm. something else that is much more of a train wreck. Exactly. <laughs> so make yourself feel a little better. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, you know what? Let's, this is why I read like trashy like BLs sometimes. Like, oh, honestly. Or, or, or BLs that are just like really bad. They're not even like trashy. They're just like really bad. bad. Like, you know, and you're just like, yeah, I, I just feel like something. it's such a common story as well. Like when people like finally like get therapy or get some sort of form of like professional help, like, and then they look back at like decisions, whether that's like stuff that they read or stuff that they enjoy. Like a lot of it does stem from some like past traumas or some sort of mental problems that you might not even know exist. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I always see like um, I won't mention them specifically, but I do <laughs> see like um, some TikToks and stuff where they do talk about like it's like they'll tell their therapist about like their BL hobby, and then they're just like, "Is it because like?" And then they're just like, "I did not." Well, need honestly, to be some professionals <laughs> are like so good and spot on about it. That's like it's almost crazy. But, like, I even for kinks, for example, like, I've seen so many TikToks where it's like, oh, if you have this kink, here's a list of your possible mental issues. And some of them, I'm like, why are why are some of those a little too scary accurate? <laughs> You're like, I'm a little called out. <laughs> like, I, yeah, honestly, sometimes, like, I, I feel called out. Like, what the heck? Like, I, I'm like, was I ready for this today? I, I'm not sure. Yeah, you're just like, dang, can you give me, like, two minutes to get prepared? Like, emotionally? I feel very attacked. Like, I'm just watching all these cute, fun videos, and then that shows up. I'm like, ah, oh, it's, it's one of those moments. Yeah, you're like, thanks, thanks for calling me out. Appreciate you. Love you. I never want to do this again. <laughs> and you're just like, man, that, that sucks. Actually, so... Uh, I was talking to I always talk about BJ Alex, but have you have you <laughs> Yes, I have I very much enjoy BJ Alex and Okay particularly the second <laughs> Exactly like, I was, I was, gonna like, say, I was like, I like everyone up. everyone I know like always prefers the side couple. hmm It's funny I have a uh, one of one of the guests on on you can smooch though. Um, <laughs> she she like doesn't care. She's just like no, I like G one and Donkey, and I'm just like, oh. yeah. She's like she's like the the odd one out of all of us because okay. because I think most of us do like um Day and Chan. Also, I have like the fattest crush on Myungdae, so excuse me. I'm sorry for the person I, I am sometimes, <laughs> but 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 actually I did okay. So this is a good example because I talk about this all the time. The reason mm-hmm. I really like Day and Chanwu is because Chanwu has a problem with saying no chan wu yes. does not know how to say no to anybody he is his answer is always yes even if it's like he can't he can't even <laughs> physically physically he can't even say no like yeah and that's like a constant like st- like um that's a constant uh plot with yeah, him, like he's a young day over <laughs> yeah is that like chan wu is very strong-willed but he lets men treat him like dirt yes. and like young day knows that and like, there's even like a day where it's like Chan Wu is also a, a victim of like domestic violence very often. Mm-hmm. Um, his his little boyfriends always like beat him up all the time. And the day I like love him, he's so precious. But I was like, I'm like boy, yeah, he has please. he has like a problem. Yeah, he has like a, a hard problem. And I think again, it's like um, it is the the greatest example of like a per like people again bj alex i said it in in another episode but mm-hmm. in bj alex the actual recurring theme is that they are looking they they're people who just want to be loved whether yeah. no matter what kind of person they are yeah right like they're, they're little broken or jaded people and mm-hmm. like even even jaded people like us like we, we, we want some love too mm-hmm. yeah and like chanwu isn't quite jaded chanwu is just like he has mm-hmm. set himself up to be like yeah he 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 has already been like he's like well this guy probably sucks so if i have the expectation of that i can just leave whenever i want and and that's why like when he comes to myungdae and myungdae Mm -hmm. like sees that he has a black eye myungdae's just like oh myungdae's like okay enough like just date me and like, why, why, like, why do you do this to yourself, basically? I know, yeah, and Chanwu, and you know, when Chanwu says, he's like, 
oh no i don't think i can do that like he has every excuse in the world but the thing is earlier on he had said getting propositioned by myungdae mm-hmm. is like striking gold right and what <laughs> yeah he's just like i've i've struck gold like you know it's like to to be to be asked you know by him right and yeah. it's like he even says he is famous for being respectful. And then he goes out and dates dudes who beat him up and roofie his drinks. And like, I'm why just like... Do you, why do you say yeah. yourself up for this boy? When you got this perfect, like, beautiful man. Exactly. And he later says, again, he later says, he's like, the reason I said no is because I was afraid that if anything ever went wrong, I would never see you again. So, see, mm-hmm. in his mind, he already he was already thinking I, I, something I think might that, go like, wrong. Yeah, like it's a, I think it's almost like abandonment issues. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of a particular series that I've been watching on YouTube, and I'm blanking on the name. Uh, Hell of a Boss. I Mm-mm. don't know if you watch it like Blitzo. Like. I I do. I'm not caught up. I'm not caught up on okay. like any of the new the newer stuff. But I I, okay. I yes. <laughs> um, I, I won't like say too much about the plot, but like it it kind of gets revealed later that like he has a lot of abandonment issues, and because of that, like when it does come to like romance or like relationships, whether that's like romantic mm-hmm. or even like with colleagues and friends, like he basically sets himself up failure and almost like Chang Wu, like where he's in this mindset where like, hey, I'm around this person and this person is in my life for now, and mm-hmm. that he's expecting it to not last. Because mm-hmm. he he's expecting everyone to abandon him, like his past relationships, mm-hmm. or like something goes wrong, and then he's like left by himself. So he always has that mindset, and a lot of times when you're in that kind of mindset, you do set yourself up for failure because you're not like fully a hundred percent on like trying to be part of that person's life. Yes, because you you already have chosen like this path, right? Yeah. Whether unconsciously or not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like Chan Wu like goes to clubs again. So he's like when he met Myung Day, some dude roofied his drink mm-hmm. and he like kind of realized it. And so he was just like, Oh well dang. And I'm just like, What do you mean well dang? Like what? <laughs> if Myung Day wasn't there, like, like this, should be, was- this should be a lot more serious than he how he reacted to it. Like he he acted as like, Oh, this is just an, mm-hmm. a, another day. It's like what do you mean? Yeah, because also Chan Wu is like self-destructive. He is. So, yeah, he's very self-destructive. And so that's why like in the end, like um, again, the side story is very much just like about how Chan Wu finally learns that he he's allowed to say no and mm-hmm. he is allowed to like let himself feel, feel past the wall that he created right like he's allowed to accept that some people aren't going to leave his life (laughs) yeah he's 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 allowed to to have a person he knows isn't going to hurt him uh emotionally physically uh the low-key that 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 part with the other sub i'm i'm like hmm <laughs> yeah. like, like are you trying to open up some wounds <laughs> yeah oh man that was a that was a move like as spicy as that chapter was <laughs> mm-hmm. well so yeah actually i i did talk about that chapter too well uh, this is mm-hmm. another thing so um young day had said i i kicked that guy out because yeah. he did not understand boundaries boundaries which and so again like, is another very yeah, exactly he's like if like, we haven't said it enough Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. 
Yeah, like he said, he didn't uh, he didn't respect my boundary. That's why I kicked him out and I fired him. Amazing. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, and it's like so in the context of of that chapter, I was like, I know people. Um, I, I talked about this before, yeah. but I know people were like upset. They're like, oh, why would Myung Day like hit Chan Woo in the sea? And I'm like, listen, that was. I was like, I'm gonna. I'm That's not trying to be like. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> trying to be. I'm not trying to be like. Oh no, he can hit him. I'm not saying that. Yeah. In the in the context of that situation, they are mm-hmm. in a scene. They are and in like a scene, I, and and um, I will repeat it again. Um, in the scene, Myung Day is in charge. So yeah. and. And that's why you have a safe word because if it's yeah, really there's a safe word, and typically in real life, like when you do enter into a scene, like even before you enter the scene, there's normally a period of like negotiating, like mm-hmm. hey, these are like these the are hard the limits. You don't yeah. have this, like even for as a sub, because like I know a lot of people think as like Dom as the one with all the power, but a lot of times mm-hmm. the sub does actually hold a lot of the power because they're the one mm-hmm. who has chosen to submit to this other person but they also do have a saying like hey i don't like blank or like this this and this and mm-hmm. and that's why um even even young day i loved that chapter where <laughs> young day was the one who used the safe word yeah even like, though he yeah, was the I, one i love the fact that they use that because i feel like so many times mm-hmm. it's forgetting that like that safe word is not just for the person mm-hmm. who's the bottom or the sub exactly because because young day basically expressed that even he could not take how far Chan Wu was willing to go mm-hmm. because because even in that chapter two he was also saying Chan Wu tell me no tell me yeah it's like he just wanted it's like he wanted to like push Chan Wu to be better <laughs> and and I feel like a lot of times in kink or BDSM like a lot of like good kink relationships like that is how it is like you try to push people to their limits or whatever but like Mm -hmm. when you're with a good partner they're trying to do it where it's they're thinking of your best intention and like to improve you in some ways Mm -hmm. exactly because um also in in any like even in non-kink relationships, <laughs> yes. even in a even in a regular yes, in one. regular relationships, you should be someone who wants to help improve your life. <laughs> exactly, it's like the, the reason you have relationships romantically um, is because you know that you try to better one another yes. um, and... in the relationship. You know, otherwise it's just you're hanging out. Yeah, like, you know, you hold me saying, which you can hang out, but yeah, then, but like, you know? <laughs> that's it. Yeah, but even in friendships, right? I say the same thing too. It's like even in friendships, um, you have you still want to better each other, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I feel for me, right? <laughs> I feel for me that I don't want friends who are just gonna tell me yes all the time. I want yeah, friends to and tell that's me. not good to have like just yes men friends. And I've like had friends who, mm-hmm. um, I feel like a lot of times like. They weren't able to keep friendships for a long time because they were so like with other people because they were so used to having these yes men around them that like mm-hmm. when they finally had other friends who might like um, hold them accountable for like something they do or question anything that they say like then they like they're not happy with it because they're expecting people to constantly say yes to them yeah. and then they like can't handle other types of friendships. Exactly. And then like it it's very um detrimental to you as a person too, because then it's like you can never function properly as a person. Yeah, because in reality, like not 
everyone is gonna agree exactly. with every single thing and the thing is you can be friends or even in a relationship with someone without having to agree with them on every single little thing like exactly. that is fine mm-hmm. yeah me and my best friend we've known each other for maybe like <laughs> many 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 years and again mm-hmm. we don't like the same things we don't agree on yeah. everything it's like we but are that different is okay people, and i feel that's like a lot fine. of people forget that like people think that like whoever they're friends with like they have to like be into everything and agree on every little thing like mm, that's not mm-hmm. realistic yeah and that's that's actually like a, a a pretty common trope in bl where it's like there is a character who it's like everybody has always told them yes or like you know an attract again an example yeah. the, attractive an attractive one. <laughs> char- the attractive character who has always been loved by everybody and then yeah, they, and they finally, get everything that they want <laughs> and then they finally meet the guy who is like no no and then, and then and then like their whole <laughs> crumbles because they're yeah. like and like because they have finally been told no and yeah. they have finally been told you are not as again this is also another thing you have not you are not as special as you have been told <laughs> right and like so again, you can't be a spoiled brat forever just because you exa- look good <laughs> exactly and it's just like um again bj alex right <laughs> G when um G one tries to be like Donghyun, it's like get back with me, like not as a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, get back with me as my partner again. Yeah. And Donghyun's just like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> and like, <laughs> and Donghyun's just like, you're crazy. Don't ever talk to me again. And like G one goes crazy. Mm-hmm. And like, and that, that's a good example because it's like because you your life has always been the way well not not in g1's case but this is just an example but um when your life is so like streamlined and like you're always just used to having it a certain way then yeah the moment something goes wrong you don't know how to handle it you can't handle it like you you you're like a you're like broken like you know you're like or some people like revert back to being a child and then they have little tantrums like Mm -hmm. i feel like that's like um like i'm sure like a lot of us being online like we've seen those like Karen gone wild type of videos and a lot of those people are the types of people who have always had things their way and then when they finally like are in a situation where they don't get what they want they mm-hmm. throw a tantrum like a child where they're exactly. that's like they throw stuff or they yell they cry and like yeah because they don't know <laughs> they don't know how to deal with it like they all they know is that I'm just they can't handle the emotion that they feel mm-hmm. so they just get angry yeah, and they just they like emotionally never matured and grew up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like <laughs> speaking of emotional maturity, then, like, um, yeah. So I I I mentioned this series to you too. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's called Room to Room. Yes. <laughs> it's it's one of my favorites. So I I'm always just like Room to Room. room, room read Everybody <laughs> read it. It's so good. And um, you know, the relationship in that story is really mm. interesting because, um. One of the characters has sexomnia. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you look into sexomnia, it's a very interesting um, thing. It's kind of, you know, at first you're just like, is it real? And actually, they even say that in the series where it's like huh. they they learn about it in class. And that's how, like, the the male lead, the main character, the main character is mm-hmm. the top in this story. Okay. And so he, they learn about it in class. And he's just kind of like, oh, what? what? But, every, <laughs> but a lot of people, like, in like in the little like sub bubbles they're just like is that even a real thing Mm, like you know and it's like yeah and so the the secondary character usually they're not but the um the love interest (laughs) character um his his name's um chamin i I remember the don't want in chamin um (laughs) chamin 
is uh he's like very feminine mm-hmm. uh, he's, and he's very cute and he has like red hair um okay. he and when he was in high school he was assaulted mm. um because he he was really pretty looking so these guys decided that pissed them off mm. and so he was assaulted for literally just looking cute right this is sadly very common in real life though sadly and and it's sad because sometimes those people like because of it like they grow up thinking that they're the problem when actually no (laughs) so so also chaman has like attachment issues because Mm -hmm. um the girl that saved not quite saved him but the girl who like was able to like help him out because Mm. she called the teacher they're Uh. date they they end up dating but like it's obvious that like so when you when you date in that situation, right? Yeah, uh, Chamin had already trauma bonding. <laughs> yeah, and also Chamin, Chamin had already put her on like a pedestal, right? That it's like, oh, I owe her mm-hmm. like my life, right? Yeah. And the problem with um, putting people on a pedestal is that you, it's kind of like the, I think it's like the ops opposite of like objectification. It's like it, you, you idolize them, and then in your head they're this perfect person, which exactly. no one is. Yeah, it's like you you create a false image yeah, yeah. of them, right? Yeah. And I and like um the the girl does not come back. Basically, she breaks up with him. Mm-hmm. Um and he's like really like torn about it because they had dated for so long and to him it feels really sudden. But for her, uh she probably was so overwhelmed by his feelings for her mm-hmm. that she was that she felt you know awkward and she felt overburdened by it yeah and, and honestly that is uh, like why i think like a lot of times like professionals like i've heard them where like they mentioned why trauma bonding is not healthy in the long run because like when you're dumping all that on someone constantly mm-hmm. it's a lot to handle and that's why like even like professionals like they 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 sometimes need a break too like i've had my friend exactly. who is a professional mm-hmm. uh, psychiatrist like he, he's at times where he's like hey I, I need someone to just like de-stress with because like it's a lot to handle and, mm-hmm. but like yes it is his job but when you're doing it with someone like you want to make like a genuine connection and like a friendship or a romantic relationship with like that's not always good <laughs> exactly yeah it's it's hard because um if you only ever it's it's kind of like that give and take thing yeah. right it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. for example it's like my my cup for example, your cup is half half full, mine is half full. Mm-hmm. If I consistently keep filling your cup with water, eventually yeah. it will pour out and you will not have, like, you can't fit any yeah. more water in it. Um, that's kind of how it is. Like, where it's just like, if you just consistently, emotionally, like, heavily dump upon mm-hmm. a person, there's only so much they can take before they too are like, I can't take And I'm anymore. sure like when people are aware of mental like issues, like it's something that like comes up again and again, like whether that's the analysis of like the water or like my friend likes to use is spoons. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because uh, we do have a friend who is like she's a very she's not a psychiatrist, but like her personality, she's someone who uh, in his words, gives away too many spoons. <laughs> and she yes. is surrounded by people who keep taking spoons and mm-hmm. then there, like there was a time period where like she was so out of it that she's she came off like really grumpy and like that affected him and he's like she, she seemed like she's really upset at me but like in actuality it's like she ran out of spoons to give <laughs> mm-hmm. and she yeah. needed like and I feel like that almost relates to like a quote I'm sure like a lot of people like here is like like 
if you want to love or help others, you need to be able to help and love yourself first. Yeah, and and actually, that that still relates to room to room. <laughs> the main character Do Won is like a very um, I love Do Won, <laughs> greatest man on the planet. I swear, <laughs> but but he so he he starts off the story and he's he's gay. Like he mm-hmm. said, he's just like he's always been gay, and he's just yeah. like I know that I'm gay. He falls in love with Chamin because Chamin like helps him out one day, and he's just yeah. like, "Yo, I'm just like that." It's love at first sight for him, right? Mm. But Chamin is straight, so Doan throughout the story is like, "I will respect that boundary, and I will not." He's like, "I am still in love with him, but I will not make him uncomfortable, and mm-hmm. I will not." pursue him in that way because he's he's not, <laughs> he's not <gay>. into it <laughs> he's not gay and so unfortunately though chaman is like i am looking for a roommate and the other friends are like yo dolan's got a room open and he's like why would you do what? this to me he's just like why would you do so it's the and they were roommates trope also so uh, that always gets okay. <laughs> but, but um but yeah so but basically the story is that because the reasoning is like because Chamin had built mm-hmm. up so much stress because the girl, the girlfriend breaking up with him causes him a lot of distress because again, yeah. it's kind of traumatic and he also has an attachment issue to her. So mm. she just like leaves and then she doesn't talk to him anymore. I don't even think she talks to him after the story. I think she's just like out. She's good. <laughs> yeah. And they even find her later with another dude. Like she was like, oh, I moved. Nah. Like she moves on really fast, and again, very traumatizing because he's like, "What?" Like you yeah. know, he's like, "Excuse me." So Chamin yeah, develops. I, I I think that the problem is because a lot of people, like I'm sure there have been people who experience that. Like a lot of times they think like, "Oh, it's something wrong with them that this person has left them." When a lot of times, mm-hmm. like the people who do like move from relationship to relationship a lot. A lot of times it is something that they need to deal with themselves mm-hmm. and that you shouldn't blame yourself. Exactly. And it's just like, um, like you said, it's just like, it's, it's hard because it's hard not to just blame yourself. Mm-hmm. But, but in the end, it's like most of the time it's, it's like 50, 50. Yeah. Um, it's, sometimes it's, never it's the other person. One. It's never fully one person though. Exactly. Because a relationship is, is. Two it's people. a two-way stream. <laughs> it's a two-way stream. It's not like you know you didn't. You're like a, a saint all the time. You yeah. Know? Um. You know, trauma. Trauma doesn't make you a saint. It just makes you traumatized. <laughs> yeah. Um, but <laughs> like as the name <laughs> implies. <laughs> right. And so, but throughout the story, so at first, like Dolan thinks like Chaman's like coming on to him, uh-huh. but Chaman has developed sexomnia because of stress, and so. Uh, at first, Dolan's, like, confused, but he's just, like, oh, we never, like, he never talks about it, like, you know, afterwards, but it's, like, I mean, I guess, like, if he just, if that's the what thing. he wants, like, Dolan's so, like, deep that he's just, like, he's, like, if that's what he wants, I, like, don't mind, because I I am willing to do whatever to make him feel better or whatever, right? And then, but then... um, Dolan becomes concerned because he's just, like, mm. I mean, is this okay, right? And yeah. then when he discovers it's sexomnia, mm-hmm. oh, Doan is just like, oh no, what do I do? Yeah, because because I think one time he even tries to lock out uh, Chamin from his room because he's mm. like, maybe that'll stop because he feels because <laughs> obviously he realizes, oh, I feel really guilty now because it's not really like him consensually 
having sex with me right yeah and so he tries to even like lock him out from his room he's like okay then he'll like then he'll like go back to his room and maybe that will you know alleviate it but Mm -hmm. chaman leaves their apartment and so he's like and so he ends up being like oh my gosh he's like what do i what do i do so he's very it's like doan also is just like a very like oh my i love doan so much if you read this okay he is like i'll probably try to read it yeah he's so yeah he's so it's not long either he's a good boy um in chaman's situation doan is probably the best person that Mm -hmm. he could have run into and later on when doan explains he's just like i know you're gonna make you're gonna feel like i'm a crazy person and he's just like but I need to tell you this because it's like I you can't just keep doing this. Yeah. And he's like, you need to know what's happening. And <laughs> Chaman also feels good later because he's just like he realizes that they go to, um, you know, one of those like college but uh, out outings, drinking outings with mm-hmm. like uh, you know, in in. You'll in, know if you watch a lot of Korean like, uh, yeah, like shows normal and Korean stuff. culture, like normal Korean work, culture. And then you go with the company, and everyone gets drunk. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Get so, by the higher rank of people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So Doan realizes he's like, oh no, Chamin is asleep. So he runs upstairs, and Chamin is on top of, of another <gasps> dude, and he's like trying to like uh, to take the dude's clothes off, and like Doan's just like, oh my gosh, and so. That's why Doan finally just tells Chaman he's like, because uh, he was trying to like, he struggles with it because Doan doesn't want to disrespect Chaman, mm-hmm. but he wants Chaman to realize there's something wrong and I'm not making fun of you. He's like, it's very serious and I want, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to like, he's like, I don't care if it's me. He's like, you can do whatever you want with me. He's just Aww. like, because, because he's just like whatever troubles you're going through i can help you with it he's just Mm -hmm. like but i don't want you to like wake up and realize you have like slept with some dude and it wasn't Mm -hmm. your fault you know and it's like so and it's like it's a good scene (laughs) it's a good scene when that when that happens because at first chaman feels like a lot of guilt and he's just like Mm -hmm. i'll leave and then Doan's like, no, don't, don't leave. That's probably the worst thing right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's so good. It's so good, first of all. Yeah, sorry, I'm okay. like advertising <laughs> it, but it's so good. And so everyone should read it. Um, because also it's just like, it's it's so, it's so nice when like, you know, despite the the situation, mm-hmm. Doan consistently it Doan is first of all very consistent. And <laughs> and also he is very much like I will support you even if it means you don't want to be with me anymore. Aww. He's just like, I, he's like, because. That's, so, that's like so sad, but like. It like I know. But Doan, Doan is very like, I think Doan is a, a perfect example of like unconditional love because. It's, I guess the point where it's like self-sacrificial. Exactly. Yeah. It, could, it, it, kind of, yeah. it kind of borders on that, but he, he's very realistic to you because mm-hmm. he was just like, Chaman, I know that like, you're not like he's like i know you didn't like a you weren't originally like gay he's just you know originally you like women but he's just like he even even when he finally proposes dating he says Mm -hmm. you don't have to think so hard about it he's just like if for you you want to just date me casually then that's fine because i don't see he technically (laughs) fixed he technically does the opposite of what the girl did because uh, the girl, yeah. the girl and Chamin dated because of the trauma. Whereas, the trauma, like, yeah. despite the bad things that happen in the story, right? Mm-hmm. Doan says, 
I don't want you to be burdened by thinking you have to date me like because I like you so much. He's mm-hmm. like, if you want to date me, then you can. And then we'll go from that, that there. almost makes me think of like the um, how the relationship between the main couple for Love Sophia kind of mm. started. Mm-hmm. Or like mm-hmm. one who was uh, I can't remember their names. Oh, Johan. Johan and Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't I know their names. Johan. Yeah. Yeah. I read it recently. I just suck with names. But like yeah. but the way where he, like he even though he wasn't sure about his own sexuality, he's like, I think I really like this dude. But like the other guy's not willing to date him, and he's just like, I just want to find a way to somehow be there for him. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, he's like, even if he doesn't like love me, he's like, I want. To support him, I'll be right? whatever he wants me or needs me to be. <laughs> exactly. Even if like, because I think he even was, I was like, even if it, like you just want to be like homies, that's fine. Yeah, basically. You know? And like Johan, Johan is a sweet, sweet child. Like, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> you know. Um, and he, he, you know, Johan's an interesting character because um, he, he seems like a person. It's like, oh, like Jihyun's just like pushing him around i'm like no mm-hmm. johan said he was just he like consented to it yeah he's just like whatever bro if you just want to be like you know in the sheets sometimes that's cool if you just yeah. want to be co-workers that's cool it's just like i just want to be next to you like, and he's like, just like i just want to somehow be part of your life whether how minimal or not that is right and even and even the end when like jihun is finally just like okay we're dating now and this like is he good. finally accepted it Yo, i was just like oh we're not dating and then jihun's like I what i love that he's like wait was i the only one thinking we were yeah. dating this whole time yeah like, but it's again another good example because Jihan has like a lot of hangups because of his condition, right? So he he feels like he can't love people mm-hmm. um, because, because of his, of his own person. Yeah, yeah, and like it, and like he said, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm I should have told you, but I'm mentally ill, and mm-hmm. and then and even when they finally like hash it out, and it's like, okay, we've come to an understanding, but Jihan doesn't explain that he's like, okay. I'm, like, okay. I'm ready to I'm make ready. Improve now. <laughs> exactly. I'm ready to date. He didn't explain it, so of course he Johan's can, just like, oh, now we good. And then it's like, you can assume that Johan yeah. un- uh, took him opening up as I am ready, which yeah, that's not always the case for boys. Yeah, it's like no, Johan didn't didn't assume, and it's just yeah. like, and I I love Johan's personality because like he's so willing to help, but without like assuming and then like without like discriminating in a way. Like, even with, like, how he figured out his own feelings for him, it's like, he, he didn't think he was gay, but then he's just like, oh, I like mm-hmm. this dude. And he, like, I, I just love how open-minded and, like, oh, like just willing to just exist. <laughs> I, I can say the same thing about the, the other couple, too, because um, the other couple is Johan's brother and yes. <laughs> Jihyun's friend. Well, actually, Johan's friend. Johan's yeah, friend Johan's and Johan's friend brother. That, like, forced his way into their life. Yosef <laughs> and Daeshik are like... Daeshik is, like, so popular. Um, I go anywhere. They, everyone's like, Daeshik! <laughs> like, they don't even care. They don't care about anybody else. They're like, Daeshik is the what? And I'm like, because Daeshik is also a good case. Because Daeshik is a person who is a very... Um, academically intelligent person yes. um he's very smart and he takes pride in how smart he is however 
um he socially <laughs> socially has social issues like he has socially can like is really inept um <laughs> and 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 Yosef, Yo, on the other hand, sorry, there's a lot of Yos. Um, Yosef is the opposite. Yosef yeah. is like, Yosef is of the streets. Like, you know, he's just like, I am essentially a gangster. He, he <laughs> is, though. Like, yeah, he, he's, he's like, I'm, I'm a gangster. He's yeah. associated with them. He's got the task. Like, he's got a lot of the stereotypical gangster. Exactly. And... And Yosef is is also very fast. I always say this. Yosef is very fascinating because <laughs> he I don't know all his motivations yet because it hasn't been like super revealed. Yeah. But Yosef is basically a character. If there's a self sacrificing character, Yosef is actually one of those. He's big, but like he he's one of the types where he hides it or like exactly. he tries to. Mm-hmm. He takes on he takes on a lot of burdens onto himself. He's that kind of character. And like um, I don't know if it was like to protect. Johan, I don't know if it was like for selfish reasons. I, I think I think they kind of like show that like he definitely is like the protective brother type. What without mm-hmm. wanting to like let Johan know that he's doing it to protect him. Like he's like he wants to like be that chill, like cool looking dude, but like help him <laughs> protect him in a way without like making it obvious. Exactly. He's like one of those like I'm gonna pretend I'm aloof, but actually like he's a know. freaking cinder, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and Daishik is uh is so good because Daishik uh <laughs> Daishik could be <laughs> he could be very annoying if like uncareful which yeah. which in Yosef's he, case he starts he's off like, yeah he's an like, annoying dude who just self invites and, and like he's just like hey what's your brother's number I'm gonna just invite myself over now. <laughs> yeah, Daishik was like, it was so funny because Daishik's just like, yo, I I desire to apologize. And Yosef's like, you don't have to apologize. He's like, yes, I do. <laughs> like he's just like, I've decided for you. And like, and like it's just um their dynamic is so good. And um, I mean, I also like opposites attract. So you know, the fact yeah. that like Daishik's a nerd and, and Yosef it's so cute. Is, is a gangster. And and that relationship too is like there's there's a lot of respect in there because mm-hmm. um, Daishik, the reason Daishik even realizes he's in love with Yosef is because Yosef was like, I'm gay. Yeah. And he's I, like, but I love and, how Daishik decides to like go out of his way to like educate himself. Yeah, he's just like, like he's I need like, to find any way I can to show these guys that I support them. He shows up in like the most colorful outfit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just like, I realized. I was wrong. I offended him. And that is such a, like, a powerful (laughs) thing because so many people, whether that's online or in person, like, when they get called out for stuff and then the first thing they do is, like, deflect or, like, they try to get excuses. Instead, this guy goes, I gotta do everything I can to show them that I'm sorry and that I'm changed. (laughs) Exactly. He's like, not only did I do this and do the research, I am now the president of... Like, I will walk around and make everyone aware that I support you. He's like, I support you in my underwear, my backpack. But but then, like, I love how, like, he also has a moment when he, like, realizes, like, wait, but am I, like, in doing so, am I helping or am I harming them by, like, exposing them to people who might not be open to it? Exactly. Yeah. Like he, Cause, he really because like coming out like that is something that each person has to do for themselves, and exactly. no one else should force them to. Which I feel like uh, over the past years, like with things being online a lot, like I see so many times where like whether that's celebrities or whatever, 
who feel like they are forced to come out, which is such a like shitty feeling, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um that kind of thing. Um, I'm pretty sensitive about that kind of thing myself because mm-hmm. uh, uh, many, <laughs> many, many years ago, <laughs> I was I was um, in an RP group in DeviantArt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not the only days. one. But um, we did, it was, it was, um, you know, the theme was like Fujoshi Cafe. Ah. And we had, we had like a couple of like guys in there, but there was like a guy who was very like, he was very like unsure. And mm-hmm. like, I, yeah, we like joked around, had like a good time, but I was very like respectful of like his boundary because I was just like, if you do not feel comfortable with like being basically out, it's oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like you don't have to. People like you don't have feel to be pressured to like it. Like, of course, it's a good thing when they are able to and are ready to, but mm-hmm. they should never be forced to because everyone has their own speed and time that they need to. Oh yeah, that. exactly. And you know, everyone's situation is different because, um, I mean, I'll I'll mention her. She's mm-hmm. it's fame. It's a famous case, but like Nikki okay. tutorials. Yes. Um, she she was <laughs> oh yeah we love we love Nikki tutorials but she was she was forced yes, to because come someone out else because of someone else and that's terrible and I wish I I mean I wish that it had been on her time because yeah, again, like it should always be on that person's terms yeah and that's why like even if I like see people who are like I never assume things like um I'm not gonna like specify who but like I have a friend like he was trans and. Um, he had only been uh, like transitioning, I think, at the point when I met him, it was like less than a year, and honestly, like he passed very well, and and he didn't like when like people like I guess I like, called it out, and mm-hmm. even though like I, I had a feeling, but that's simply because I like I feel like I have a pretty good gaydar, <laughs> and but like I I didn't and like call him out or like I didn't like even ask him about it. It's like. It's like, okay, he told me this is his pronouns. Like, okay, I'll just accept him. And if he ever decides to come out about it, he will. And he did. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like, really love that he did. Mm-hmm. And because to me, like, when someone finally, like, takes that moment to, like, tell you, like, it's a big sign that they trust you. Mm-hmm, exactly. And that, like, yes, like, one, they're comfortable with themselves. But then, like, two, to, like, have that moment of, like, especially a one-on-one type of situation. Like, it's something very powerful. It's just like again, there's there's nothing wrong with having gaydar either. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but but there's a difference between, think you know, having the feeling mm-hmm. and thinking it, and and then uh, assuming and then, expose, <laughs> and then assuming and then ex- trying to expose a person. Yeah, yeah you um, should never push someone to like. You should just respect yeah. and accept people, however they decide to present themselves or yeah. however they decide to tell you whatever about themselves. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's again like you said it's like a it's mostly a respect thing honestly mm-hmm. and it's like for me to again like I said um I respect people's boundaries in that way because I don't know your situation like who knows you probably can't be out right yeah. um no, and, and even like when it comes to like even per- like really personal people like you never fully truly know 100% about them because even if like it's family or friends it's like you only know what they decide to share or tell you. In the end, people's health and people's safety mm-hmm. are far it's more important. One. 
are far more important than like personal satisfaction. I, you know, it's like I, I would rather people be safe than me be correct. Yes, safety is always the number one thing, whether that's when it comes to coming out or kink or what anything in life. Mm -hmm. Safety. Yeah, exactly. I do not wish to ever expose people. Yeah, because you never know, like, that way. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, um, especially with how there is a lot of hate crimes when it comes to the LGBT. Mm-hmm. And then, or, like, there's so many stories where, like, trans people, for example, like, when they come out to, like, a, pe- like, a person that they were talking to, and then, like, they get beat up for it. Mm-hmm. It's very, yeah, it's a very um, precarious and very dangerous thing that mm-hmm. can happen. So that's why I, t- again, I... I, you you live the way you need to live, and I will respect your boundary. I will not bother you. Yeah, you know, so you I'm, just accept people however they decide to exactly. present themselves. Again, it's it's on your time, and it should always be on your time. Yes, right. And I think that brings us with that. That brings us to the end of our episode. <laughs> right. Do you have anything to plug in the meantime? <laughs> Anything to plug. Nothing new in per se, but I guess like as usual, I am on TikTok on Instagram as Rotten Core Cosplays and Rotten Core Arts. And then of course I'm also made in two maid cafes that is Dream Men Maid Cafe and Maid Academy Cafe. Woo 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 woo. woo. All right, and for me, you know the drill. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at a fish planet. On Twitch, I am Borealis Lullaby. And on YouTube, I am Leo's Notebook. I will be posting a lot of my backlog from this Ooh. past year because I have been busy. So uh, <laughs> 2022 is just going to be, gonna be all, your year. <laughs> all of my stuff from 2021. <laughs> I have a video series that I finished in January that oh I my. still have not finished. So good. Is it just editing or just needing to post it? (laughs) Oh, just editing. I would have posted it a long time ago. But look forward to that in 2022. (laughs) I hope everybody stays happy, stays healthy, stays well. Thank you, Sue, for being my guest today. And thank you for having me. And remember, keep on smooching. (laughs) And we'll see you guys next time.